Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. On every episode of Status Life with Lita, we take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. We want to take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. My name is Derek Hayes, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of the show, Miss Lita Brooks. Good afternoon, Lita. Good afternoon. Hello. I said afternoon. It's not quite noon yet, but good late morning. We'll go with that. Before we begin, a quick reminder that Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs, and by the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia? Make the right call to the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Well, before we start today, I want to talk about you for a second. I'll put you in the hot seat because you love to be right in off the, the hot bat. Seat. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness! Let's talk about status life with Lita. I've given the introduction. Okay. We'll go deeper. Go deeper with it. Tell me okay. more about status. Well, life you with also Lita. introduced status home design. So yes. one, you know, they are almost one in the same. Uh, everything is status. My whole world. So there are four businesses that I own that make up status. Status Home Design is my 12,000 square foot retail store located outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Status Life with Lita is why we're here today. It is my blog and podcast and I am a lifestyle blogger and podcaster. So we talk about everything under the sun here, right? We talk about uh, we are in a health and wellness series right now trying to learn better habits, traits, to live a healthier lifestyle and honestly this started with trying to drop some pounds so that's that's where we're at but we've talked about interior design trends decorator versus designer there's a ton of phenomenal shows and uh, blogs that are out there status design studio is my interior design firm that has been open since 2008 uh, award-winning I guess I could pat myself on the back and the status market is our new online store which Extremely is also taking right? off yes I uh, yes I am very 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 blessed so anyways those are all things status well that's terrific and, and anyone who's not gone back and listened to the prior podcast I encourage you to do that because today we're doing part three of a three-part series potentially even four about healthy living, and we have an expert with us again today, Miss Crystal Ledwith. Hello. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love that you fly in hot from your <laughs> lunch break. Crystal's here in her scrubs. She comes and sees us between patients, which is fabulous. So thank you again for your time. Well, I thanks for having me. It's super fun. I know you're very, very busy, which is what we're going to talk about today. So we've had... Uh, two shows in this series so far you are giving us fabulous guidance to help give all of us healthier lifestyle tips but go ahead and start if this is someone is listening to this show for the first time give them your credentials why are you here with us today so I'm here today as a women's health nurse practitioner and I see women of all ages from 12 to 65 plus and um, you and I discovered that we had some of the same busynesses on our schedule and we use the same nutrition and we feel great with it and um, that a lot of women are suffering from the same things and I'm here to help kind of give some guidances to ways and solutions around that so that we can have healthier lives um, better weight management and of course convenience with that 
as the guy at the table, I can say there are things that I've heard that I've learned too. Oh, yeah. Whether this was targeted for women or not, there's a lot that I've listened to and kind of applied to my own situation. Which is really interesting because uh, 50% of the feedback that we're getting is all from the men and how much they are getting from this series. Yeah, it, we, is, it has been eye-opening. That And I don't think that was the intention. I was here to put myself in the hot, speed, hot seat, talk about some weight loss. And this has been life-changing for both of us. And friends, family, all the feedback that's been coming in through my social media channels. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we're here, and people are listening, and we appreciate it. So definitely send your feedback, send your questions on that note, because we are receiving all of it and building the shows. And so we've got some topics today that are from listener questions and, and listener topics that we haven't touched on yet. Uh, so you being a nurse practitioner, this is the side of it that I think is going to be most important for women. So Derek, I, I don't think you're going to have anything to interject <laughs> in this first little part here where I'm going with it. We're going to talk about hormones. Well, let me ask you this. Are naps healthy? Should I nap for a few minutes or? If you're getting enough sleep in the evening and you are <laughs> exercising your body throughout the day, you shouldn't need a nap. Well, okay. Really? Uh, right. If I answer okay. that, if I answer that question truthfully, then yeah, I need a long nap. No, you need better night sleep. Yes, I know, but I'm trying. I'm proud of you. you got water next to you today. For well, those yes. that have been following us, we're not drinking sweet tea this afternoon at 1230. That's we're right. Drinking a water. He That's knew he was going to see you, so he brought his water bottle. Hey, Should he's I drinking say it. not drinking sweet tea yet? or? Hey, I'm happy to see you're drinking water. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We applaud every step it was in a the right direction. Effort. I love it. <laughs> there we go. Yay! Okay. We're going to talk about hormones, but I want to stay on this for just one second because the light bulb went off for me. So I have to get at least eight hours a night, Mm -hmm. and I just do. I do not function without that. I hope a lot of people listening are are hearing the same thing, and I don't know if that's exactly what you need or if that's because I'm down a kidney. I've only got one, so I've got half a filtration system. I think that makes me a little bit more sluggish. Now, I don't know if it should, but I think it does. And maybe that's part of all this, where the nutrition plays in. But when I get home from work, I 20 minutes is all I need. But I almost feel like it just resets my brain. It, it recharges me. If I can just 20, maybe 30 minutes, um, and I wake up and I'm not sluggish. Is that okay? Is that healthy? Or is that something that's not necessary and I'm lacking somewhere else? Well, so there's a couple of parts to that question. Great question, first of all. <clears throat> there's a big difference in a 20-minute cat nap in a three-hour siesta. So um, a lot of times if someone feels they're really sluggish, we can usually point that to not enough sleep at night or poor nutrition throughout the day or a crash from something you've had earlier that day. So if you've had a really high carby lunch, like if you go to a Mexican restaurant and you have, you know, tacos and a lot of cheese dip and a lot of chips and maybe you had a drink if you were with girlfriends because you were off for the day or even if you weren't, you had a large sweet tea and all those carbs start to turn to sugar and the sugar from the tea all then bottoms out about an hour and a half to two hours later and you're exhausted. That's where a lot of those crashes come from if it's not proper nutrition and your fact if you're telling me you know down a kidney you kind of felt like ever since then you've been a little more sluggish that makes sense if you can do a 20 minute cat nap and hop up and you're good and keep going that's fine but you always want to make sure again before we blame it on the kidney are you doing everything else properly throughout the day so did you have breakfast two hours later a snack lunch two hours later a snack and are you drinking water throughout the day are you trying to avoid caffeine as your pick-me-up are you looking to your nutrition to be good in quality so you're not having those afternoon carb crashes and sugar crashes and if you are doing those things okay so we need a little 20 minute nap that's fine it's people have to listen to their body so what a lot of people will do is they'll push through push through push through like Derek had mentioned to us I believe it was last 
um, time about, you know, staying up really late, not getting enough sleep, feeling really tired. It's kind of this continual struggle. And then you'd find yourself Sunday sleeping for three hours while you're listening to the golf channel. That's different. Okay. We can point there. There's not enough sleep at night to help him to function during the day. And then you run on sleep deprivation. If that's not the case for you and your nutrition is on point, sure. Take your nap. It's not a bad thing. It's never a bad thing to listen to your body. When your body okay. says rest, rest. Okay. So it, it almost seems like I said, the, the mental reset. I've, mm-hmm. I've left work. Now I've got to switch gears and go to mom and without just a pause, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes I can just sit quietly or mm-hmm. breathe or, you know, just take those quiet moments. But for me, the best thing is a nap. And so I just want to make sure it was okay. Well, you and, don't do it every day, though. That's it. It's not every, not day. every day. Not every day. No. And but I like them when I can when I can <laughs> I didn't sneak say them you in didn't like them. Um, <laughs> and with the nutrition. If you pose the question back to me, sometimes my nutrition during the day is perfect and sometimes it's not. Right. Um, We're all that you way. Know, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but more consistently, I want the nap than not. So mm-hmm. I, that was interesting. I didn't know we were going to go there, but that is fabulous. Because, again, it's these things that there is so much that goes into our health and our well-being that we could – probably do a show about nothing else but health and nutrition right and when you were talking about that time break between work woman and mom woman so I have found the spa channel on my um, radio station and my son was making fun of me mom are we listening to this because this is what I needed between work and getting home to do my second and third job which is mom and mom taxi and football mom and chef and all of the things we do at night right so when we leave the office a lot of us kind of laugh all right off to my second job right because it is I mean it's very demanding you still have a lot to do and so my 14 minute drive home I declined two phone calls on purpose to listen to the spa channel to get my mind right from a very very stressful day so that I could be the best mom that I could be when I got home and spa music's more meditation kind of music. I'm going to make a little note Correct. of that. I mean, it can be. It's actually, it literally sounds like I'm at a local spa having a massage. It's just, unfortunately, no one was rubbing on my arms and shoulders as I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> Heated seats. That's the, about yeah. as close as you can get. As <laughs> that was on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that is a fabulous tip. Um, let's go into the hormones, mm-hmm. all right? Um, this is big right now. Uh, I'm not afraid of my age. I'm 43 women all around my age. And we're having these conversations every time we get together, feeling like extra weight is on because of our hormones. So what does that mean? And, and I know we're going to dig deeper into it, but saying, okay, now I'm perimenopausal and I can't, the hormones are sticking this weight to me. What, what is that? So I could do an hour long discussion on this. So I'll try to wrap that up into a few minutes. So for one, our metabolism as we age as women starts to slow down at 30. It really starts to tap the brakes at 35. You feel like it slammed the brakes at 40. And then every year from 40 on, it literally starts to continue to press to press that brake pedal down. And that's kind of the analogy I use in the office for patients that come to me early 40s. Oh, my goodness, I'm still eating right. I'm doing all the things, but I've got this five pounds, 10 pounds, 15, 20. I mean, the average I get typically is a 10 to 20 pound. I can't lose this. Mm-hmm. And I'll do, you know, like we've said in a previous um, podcast about the dietary recall and the sleep and all that. And even in the people that we can identify all those things, we have to find somewhere to change something to help with that. And, and, and hormones are a real, real struggle. And even for men, Derek, I know we said talk about that later, but even testosterone for men, that's equivalent to the estrogen in women. And as all of us age, we start to decrease in estrogen for women 
estrogen and testosterone from men. And that's where you get that fatigue, that lack of motivation, um, you know, the, the weight gain, or maybe not even a gain, but a difficulty in losing or maintaining what you once could so easily just two, three, four years before. And so that's where you really have to look at what can I do to push that over? For most people, they aren't eating appropriately and correctly just because no one's ever told them how to I mean mm-hmm. and that's what we've been talking about here and you know with proper nutrition that makes a huge difference but I've been eating the same way for three years and I'm battling the same seven pounds since COVID started and I finally got it all off a few weeks ago but I really have to be more strict now to keep it off whereas two years ago I could I could be a little more lax in what I was eating or drinking and it, I wouldn't have such a hard time and even I'm having that and just to be transparent share my age I'll be 41 this fall um, and it's very frustrating for women very very frustrating um, because we feel in our minds like 1998 was just two years ago right <laughs> it wasn't I know right <laughs> I'm like okay maybe five um, and then you really start thinking about it and you're like oh wow I'm I'm really getting older um, and, and it's hard for us to feel that because at 40, you're not old, but at 40, your metabolism and your body starts to make you feel old. At 50, you don't feel old either. I, 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 sure. I heard. Yeah, right. yeah, I passed it a few years ago. But you, Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I used to think 50 was like old, old. We, I know. We, I so thought 40 was old. It's such right. a different perspective. It is. But I've I said, too, my parents were old when they were 40. My parents were really old when they were 50. But I don't feel that way. Agreed. It's because we're here. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, there is that. And then there's that. And, and I'm with you. I've, you know, the extra weight is on. That's why we're doing this. But in overall, trying to get healthier, trying mm-hmm. to be more mindful. How much sleep am I getting? How much water am I drinking? All of these things that you are teaching us and I'm really trying to implement I didn't have to implement in my 30s, especially right. in my early 30s. I made mm-hmm. the joke on the show, I could look at my running shoes and lo- lose weight. Yes. Or I did run, and I've, I've always enjoyed running uh, mentally, like mm-hmm. therapeutic. I just, I thought it was fun, and I could put my shoes on and, and go out the door with my friends and run, and it was girl time, and I looked great, and I could eat whatever I wanted. I could right. go eat Mexican at night, yes. and it never bothered me, and now... I'm in boot camp. I've started that. I'm working out. I'm doing isogenics and it's still not budging. So, all right. So I'm that person. We're, we're mimicking being in your office. And and so let's say this, I'm trying everything. What do you start looking at? We got to break this down a little bit further for that weight that is truly stuck. And you're looking at my age and thinking it could be hormonal. So let's start with, we know you're going to start decreasing estrogen. That's just a known fact because that starts in your 40s and that's where that quote unquote perimenopausal statement comes from as you're still having regular cycles, but you are starting to be symptomatic. And for some women that can be hot flashes, night sweats, mood swings, um, some other things, um, but they're not always consistent, right? <clears throat> you may have it for a month or two or you may not really have those things, but you're noticing the weight part. So I always just, you know, do the recall and you were talking about sleep and needing that nap. So the minimum amount of sleep some a, a woman in her 40s or any adult for that matter needs is six and a half hours. And that's the bare minimum. And that is okay. actually good quality sleep, six and a half hours. And you really don't want to be pushing it more than eight and a half to nine. Um, <clears throat> but the problem is it's good quality sleep. So sleep hygiene is very important. An hour before bed, get off your screens. Okay. Um, Um, No TVs, no phones, no iPads, no working diligently on a blog, anything at all. Get off the screens, dim the lights in the home to go down to just lamplight, you know, kind of quiet the house. If you're watching a really good movie with the family, kind of turn down the volume. You're telling your body it's time to get ready for that restful period. And a lot of people don't read anymore. 
people used to read all the time. People aren't reading anymore, but reading is actually a really way, good way to quiet the mind, especially if you put yourself into something that you just enjoy. Mm-hmm. People are forgetting to find joy in their day, particularly us mothers in our 40s, because we have children that are constantly busy and we have spouses and boyfriends and significant others and we have work and we have multiple things that we do. So we forget to take that time for ourselves. So by picking a good book that you like and just give yourself 20, 30 minutes before bed, go to bed, turn on the lamp, read your book, good old book, doesn't even have to be on an electronic and kind of get your body ready so that you're then turning off the light so that you can then go to sleep. Um, and get your good sleep. Then, you know, after, after you've dozed off, you want to make sure that, you know, like we talked about before, Derek, not drinking too much water right before bed. So you can actually get good restful sleep. So you want to make sure you're drinking that water earlier in the day so that it's not waking you up. So restful sleep is important. I was crossing my fingers, hoping you weren't talking to me about all the other things, turning the lights down, not watching TV, staying off the screens, but oops, you look my way. I think you do all of it. I do all of the above. I, can, I was I checking the boxes as you night. were going through the you list. You were of it. up on your computer Doing and work. all the lights were on, TV was on, everything. It's just, yeah. And I went up and went to sleep because I was exhausted. And um, I work for another, I don't, I don't know, even hour know maybe. What time you came right. up? Yeah. But you got to stop. You have to realize that if, here's the thing that a lot of people, that line in the sand, we talked about it the first podcast. You have to have your line in the sand. When are you going to actually put yourself first? Because if you do get really sick from constant fatigue and, you know, the weight gain and the hypertension and you end up with chest pain, heaven forbid, and you're in an ER, and this isn't just you, Derek, this is everybody in general, whatever your underlying genetics or health issues could be, and it gets worse and worse because you continue to put everybody else first, you're going to be sick. And then you're going to be mandated to not be able to do any of it, whether it's a hospitalization or you're very, very sick. And now nobody's doing it. Mm -hmm. So now nobody's doing the emails. Nobody's working your business. No one's working status. No one's fulfilling, you know, your new online store. No one's doing your blog. No one's here to do the podcast. Who's going to do all that? Nobody. It comes to a dead halt. So you're either going to get it together now and make these changes. I mean, you know, we're asking for 20 20 minutes to an hour for yourself. Well, when you were saying, again, I was checking the boxes off. Right. And I'll throw myself under the bus. I also ate dinner at, what, around 11 o'clock last night? Derek, we've talked about this, sir. 10 10 o'clock, maybe. Yeah, well, it was just one of those days that that my day didn't end. And ultimately, it was a drive-through on the way home because I had gone nonstop. Yep. So, so he did everything wrong yesterday. <laughs> but that's okay. He's drinking Oops. water today. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've redeemed myself. Oh, I'm still working but, on but it. But so Derek is everybody else. He is. Okay. He is. And He's not us. to say He's that me I'm. too. I mean, I, yes. And I'm not perfect. I'm just telling you what should be done. Right. I'm not telling you what I do. I mean, by all means, there's definitely, you know, there are days that I don't do these things. But I'll be real honest with you. I had a patient look at me. I'll never forget it. In 2009, and she goes, oh, so you do all these things? <laughs> and I thought to myself, no, because I'm in my early 30s. I mean, who needs to do all these things? I'm young. I'm skinny. I mean, look at me. I don't need to do that. No, I wasn't doing them. So within the next six months, um, the metabolism started to slow. Things started looking different. And I was like, you know, maybe I should take my own advice. Maybe that master's degree that I got that taught me how to educate women on how to have better health. Maybe I should try that. Maybe I'm getting to the age <laughs> right. now where it's I can't time. just tell you to do it because look at me. I look skinny. I mean, genetics work in my favor as far as, you know, being a smaller frame person. Person. Um, so I, I had to get it together. And so I can tell you that since um, my son was about two, I do do all these things. That's great. Um, I left my husband's woman in the pool last night to go upstairs for 20 minutes of me time watching my favorite show. Mm-hmm. And after 20 minutes, I turned it off and I closed my eyes and I slept great and I was out. So and just to clarify, we're supposed to do these healthy things every day. <laughs> I love you. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Every day. I thought one out of every three days, maybe one out of every five. If you're doing zero out of seven and you do one out of seven, you have to reward yourself See, that's a step in the right direction. I I get a gold star for (laughs) Yes, you do. I love it. Yes, you do. So here's what people have to understand is you're not going to go from what you're doing right now and making every single one of these changes in one day and expect for things to be a miracle. It's not going to work. And I tell people all the time, pick one. Yeah. If you're going to work on your sleep hygiene first, great, do that. If you're going to work on your nutrition first, great, do that. If you're going to work on your exercise, I don't care what you pick, but you have got to decide to commit and make a change. And what is most important, you can give a poor bit of yourself to a bunch of people throughout the day, or you can stop and give yourself a little bit of time a couple of times throughout the day so that you're giving your best self to everyone that needs you. You decide. So the line, Lita, honey, I would love to unload the dishwasher, but it's me time right now. That's okay. Will you know what? Work? You should That's be able to say trying. that. Absolutely. But your me time ends at some point. The dishes <laughs> right. are probably still there. Uh, technicalities. They get in the way. The hygiene of the house is important too. Okay. Well, Cleanliness, yes. all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing you had said, I just want to clarify, no screens, right? Where If you're going to get a book and you're going to read... What about a Kindle? I mean, if people like reading, I mean, that I don't read on a Kindle. I love a book. I have to feel a book. That's just me personally. But for those people listening, it's like, wait, is she telling me I can't watch my Kindle or read my Kindle? So that's a great question. So I was doing like regular like paperback books for a while. And a friend of mine was like, oh, you have to do this Amazon, get this free Kindle app, do this book. I was like, I like a book. I'm like you. I'm dating myself. Um, so I, I like a book, but I decided to try that. But there is actually a function on most um computers or apps or iPads or whatever you may be where you can hit a button and it makes it look like a page. It makes the page look kind of creamy and the writing black and it's a little softer on your eyes and it's meant for it to look more like a book and that's easier on the eyes. The thing you don't want to be doing is the scroll hole as I call it. Instagram, Facebook, Mm -hmm. scrolling through, comparing your life to you know John Doe who he's got the beautiful wife and the great kids and life is perfect and we all know it's a facade. Everybody puts what they want on Facebook. Nothing is hardly ever real and if it is real it's usually something coveting prayer for somebody because they're very ill so then you take that on personally too so I try to tell people get off your social media before bed I mean that that really is a spiral for women in particularly because it's like a constant comparison of our life to what you know Susie posted so when I say screen time that's kind of what I'm talking about I mean you don't want some Iron Man or Thor movie where there's a lot of action and you know adrenaline I mean my like I said I went upstairs and I watched my favorite show it's friends I love it I've seen them all a million (laughs) and one times I can recite it yeah. but it's just mind numbing and I love it and it gives me a giggle everyone loves Joey and Chandler it's my 20 minutes and then I'm then I'm done then I turn it off and I go to sleep so you know it's not that you can't have any screen you just want to make sure that you're doing appropriate screen okay well before we leave hormones and the topic of this and trying to educate uh, everyone on it is there anything that we haven't put out here on the table I know you said you could talk for an hour can you think of just the advice um, if I'm coming to you and I'm saying again I'm doing everything right mm-hmm. um, I'm trying the nutrition I'm, I'm following everything you're saying and mm-hmm. I hope everyone listening is taking notes I have a notepad and pen here and I've been scribbling because I you have to take these things um, what's probably the number one thing if you're in our age bracket or older and your hormones are depleted, what, what's the best thing you can do for yourself? I'll be honest with you, most people who I do this recall with, there's always a tweak. And 90% of the time it's nutrition. Okay. And those that have proper nutrition, it's usually they're not moving their body for exercise. So it's still the basics. It's still the basics. But again, like I've said before, everyone likes to pick an excuse as to why they can't lose weight. But I'm telling you, 
90 to 98% of the time, when I do a recall of someone's day, dietary-wise, exercise-wise, sleep-wise, there are deficits or there are things that they are doing that are inhibiting their weight loss, but they want to blame the hormone. And I'll, they tell me, draw my hormones, tell me if I'm perimenopausal. Well, I can tell you you are. You have a regular monthly cycle. You're not menopausal. So you, you have symptoms, so therefore that makes you perimenopausal. Yes, you're starting to decrease your estrogen, but you're wanting to blame the hormone. You still have enough hormone to have a monthly cycle, therefore you have enough hormone. I'm not going to give you hormone replacement. But what I do need you to do is realize that you are responsible for what's going on, and let's take some steps and change it. But it's America. We want everything quick, fast, and in a hurry. Give me a pill. Can you give me a pill? Can you give me a shot? Can you give me a plan? Can you do this? Sure, I just did. I just told you everything that you ate and the lack of movement that you're doing and how you're giving a little bit of yourself to 20,000 people in a day and you're not putting you first. The problem is, is women don't want to hear that. I was just thinking, do you know how many people listening just went, oh man. I hate this woman talking uh, on the, I hate this woman on the radio right now because yeah. she just called me out and I don't like what I heard. And I say that to my patients and they appreciate honesty. That's it. Women don't want it sugar coated. Tell me why I can't lose weight. You can't lose weight because you're not committed. That's it. That's it. Because when I recommitted seven weeks ago, my weight is gone. Yeah. It's done. It's done. I had German chocolate cake Sunday. Absolutely. Yes, I did. I bought one serving. So that was all I ate. And it was probably two servings. And I still ate both. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, and that's okay. oh my gosh, I feel like a yeah. big fat cow now. And I feel gross. And I felt nasty an hour later. But you know what? It was sweet. I wanted it. I ate it. PMS is running strong. I did it. I and that's okay. It. Right. And right. there's no apologies. And, and that's what it's all about. You can't deny. You have to own it. You said something earlier um, that it's not overnight. And it truly, truly, truly is not. All of us that have tried to drop weight, which mm -hmm. is all of us pretty much, uh, I know that I'm the queen of, all right, I'm going to do whatever I want this weekend. And on Monday, yep. Monday, it's over. Yep. Monday, I'm going to lose these 20 pounds. Yep. And then the next week, it's 21 and 22. And yep. 20. it's going the wrong way. You're right? normal. It, right. You're normal. Everybody wants to do what they want to do. And, and we'll, we'll be super strict on Monday. Well, I may be phenomenal on Monday, but mm -hmm. by Tuesday, I'm hungry. Headache or I want, you know, or yep. something. And then again, yep. and then here comes Friday. It's TGIF. Right. So and there it's a vicious excuses. cycle. That's, that's right. The, it's Friday. What does that mean? Mexican cheese dip. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I Taco Tuesday. <laughs> I thought, yeah, Taco Tuesday. Well, there's Taco Tuesday, too. Absolutely. <laughs> right, I right. I mean, I hear what you're saying, and it's it's very valid, and I do it, too. Don't get me wrong. We do, we do it all the time, but I have caught myself in the last seven weeks again. You know, spouse is like, hey, you can have this drink. It'll be fine. And I'm like, but I don't want it. Why do I not want it? Because that's going to cause weight gain. Or if it doesn't cause weight gain, it's going to trigger me to then want to do other excuses and make other bad choices. Because if I do have a beverage, guess what I want two hours later? I need cheese and crackers. No, it's <laughs> 930. I'm eating cheese yeah. and crackers before bed. So there's always these things, right? Yes, I do them. But what I tell people is when you've got spring break trip plans in April, what do you do from January to April? Boy, you are hardcore. We women yeah. are hardcore. Why? Because we're all going to be on the beach together. Yeah. January. And everybody's going to be like picturing it up on Facebook. Yep. And I want, I want to look better than so-and-so next door. And she's real strict on her diet. And I've got her this year, man. This year I'm going to rock that bikini. We're very competitive women. And instead of building each other up and lifting each other, we're constantly comparing. So we can do anything to be skinny in that bikini by spring break. But what happens on spring break? You go out to eat. There's mm -hmm. beverages. Mm -hmm. You're sitting on the beach. You're not exercising. Guess what happens when you get home? No, well, nothing. I don't have another trip till July 4th, so I've got a minute. So you just have to, the bottom line, you have to own it. You have to own your excuses, and you have to decide, do I really want to make a change, and am I really looking at this transparently? Okay. 
We've touched on this, but this one is going to be important, and we're going to bring Derek in on this in a big way. We're going to talk about genetics for a second. So we've really dug into hormones and the role that that plays or doesn't play because it's more of an excuse, but genetics. So I, I want to use Derek as the guinea pig. Um, I'll let you tell a little bit about your health history. And so I want you to pick this apart, Crystal, and tell us how this affects uh overall health well way back in my sophomore year in high school whatever age you are then what 15 maybe i think it was 14 15 somewhere around there anyway i was having my physical for sports to start the school year and i failed my physical and the reason why i failed was my blood pressure so they sent me in for additional test to determine if i had hardened arteries or any kind of blockage but ultimately the decision was made that it was hereditary and i've been on blood pressure meds since my sophomore year in high school and I've gone through multiple kinds and, you know, they'll change it for a while and then they'll tweak it and add another one or take one away. But basically, since my sophomore year in high school, it's been nonstop blood pressure meds. And from what I was told, it was a hereditary thing. So it is hereditary. If you have parents that have high blood pressure, grandparents with high blood pressure, that's what makes it hereditary. So it's not to say that it's not important. It's not to say that that's out of your control because it is. It's you, you can't pick your genetics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to work harder than the person who doesn't have that. So like we talked about previously, low sodium is very, very important for you. More water, less tea is very, very important for you. Those things are not only important for you, but they're a necessity for you. Mm -hmm. So you have to do those things. So a lot of people will say, oh, well, genetically obesity runs in my family. By the way, obesity is not genetic. Now, your situation is genetic. It's hypertension. That's Mm -hmm. hard to get away from. And a lot of times hypertension will run hand in hand with high cholesterol. Um, So, you know, I'll have patients that come in that do have hypertension and they don't quite yet have Mm -hmm. high cholesterol. Maybe they're in their 30s, maybe even their early 40s. And I try to talk to them about how if you don't make these changes, this is where you will be. I've kind of used that cholesterol indicator as a red flag because... As of yet, knock on wood, I've not had any cholesterol issues. Great. It's strictly been the blood pressure. When was the last time your cholesterol was screened? Uh, Every year, the beginning of the year, I do a physical. Perfect. I love it. A lot of people go, oh, 10 years ago. And I'm like, well, that doesn't work. So good. (laughs) I'm glad you do it every year. That means you've got a great provider who's Mm -hmm. watching you. And that's wonderful. That means the choices that you've made must not be high in cholesterol or lipids and things like that. And that's wonderful. you got to keep doing that. But it's a must for you for health prevention. So preventing other illnesses, because being hypertensive, you have a slightly higher risk for other ailments, Mm -hmm. cardiac disease, high cholesterol, diabetes. So you have to watch those things. So you actually, with those genetics, you have a stronger driving force than the person that doesn't have those genetics. So you have to have even more of a, I really need to do this because health prevention is going to be cheaper than treating an ailment down the road. Sure. So oh, it's absolutely. cheaper for you to treat your hypertension now, keep it under control, mm-hmm. eat right, diet, exercise, the things you need to do. And by diet, I don't mean you are on a diet. I mean, your diet that you intake should be proper nutrition. No one should be on a diet. Everyone should eat a healthy lifestyle. All these fad diets, just let it roll. You need a healthy <laughs> lifestyle. So you, it's very important for you to do those things. But my favorite thing is when people use, quote unquote, genetics for obesity. Well, my mother's obese. Okay, well, does your mother eat frequently proper nutritious Mm -hmm. meals, you know, dense protein meals, good nutrition, quality, and does she exercise? No. Okay, well, that's not genetics. That's an excuse. 
So I don't think that your genetic history that you're talking about is an excuse. If anything, it should be a motivating factor for you to work harder so that you don't have those illnesses as you get older. Well, absolutely. And so I've made changes because of blood pressure. I rarely eat fried food. I just don't do it much anymore. I used to all the time as a kid. Mm -hmm. and, of course. You know, up until probably even my mid-40s. But I don't eat much fried food. Mm -hmm. I don't salt anything. I haven't salted anything in years. Good. Because I've thought, oh, if I do this, I don't salt, I don't eat fried food, then I don't have to worry about the other stuff. But mm -hmm. I do have a sugar problem. Right. And you have hypertension, so you have an increased risk for diabetes. Which is really interesting issue. because you don't like sugar, <clears throat> the sweets. Yeah, you don't eat right. dessert. You don't eat cake, cookies, candy, nothing. He, it's Coke and sweet tea. Mm. Those are the two things well, that he doesn't he likes. eat those things because so. he's drinking them. He's got enough of it, <laughs> right? But in, in all know, seriousness, I mean, it's he's just, not eating he's a cake. Not a, oh, I, let me have right. a piece, of, or even right. if there's birthday cake, he'll take a bite for to be polite. But right. he truly, you know, is a little different in that regard because you're drinking your sugar. Okay, fine. I'm drinking my sugar. I'm you're right. No, you, you're but exactly you are. Right. I mean, that's yes. why you don't eat cake. You don't <laughs> yes. need it. For heaven's sake, yeah. you're drinking enough yeah. sugar to, you know, three eat glasses half a of cake. sweet tea during a dinner and comes dessert time. Well, now that's okay. Right. I'm good. Right. Because you already have your sugar. That's why you don't feel like you need it. Is, and I, I know you're not his provider. I'm just asking is hypertension, he's got it genetically, is that at all possible to be reversed? I mean, he's been on blood pressure meds this long. <clears throat> is this something that he would talk with his provider, or is that a, kind of a general thing? So you can't reverse genetics. Your genetics are your genetic makeup. That okay. can't be changed. However, you can do everything possible to try to control whatever yours is. So cholesterol, diabetes, hypertension, this just talk in general, not mm -hmm. you particularly, but anything. You can do your best to try to combat the negative effects of that. And if the things you're doing are helping with that. So if Derek improves how he's eating, decreases his sugar, drinks more water, less tea, gets exercise and gets his sleep, and his blood pressure he finds is lower and lower and lower, then guess what? Your physician may entertain you coming off the medications so that you then could live a life without the medications because the medications have a side effect. However, if you require those medicines because of your genetics to keep your pressure down, then you need to be on those medicines to keep your pressure down because not being on them could be more um, traumatic to your body than being on them. And when we talk about the proper nutrition, I'm going to go back to episode number two of this series and the decision to get on isogenics. <clears throat> yes. And that will help tremendously with all the um, nutrition, the better eating, better um, quality meals and, and planning and those kind of things too, correct? If you commit and make the change, yes. Okay. You can order it and you can have it in the pantry, <laughs> but it's you still You still got to drink the shakes. You to still do it. Do, right, yes. right. And exercise along with it. Right, absolutely. I, I just drink my shake on the way here. The empty cup is sitting in my car. I poured eight ounces of water in a cup. I poured in my two scoops. I shook it on the way out the door, jumped in the car, and I literally drank it in my nine-minute drive here. And I've already had lunch. I'm sitting here with you in this meeting. I'm literally going to run out of here. I have patients starting back. And I don't have to worry about what did I do for lunch. Yeah. You don't have to energy. hit a drive through. I'm not going to. Yep. It's pure mm -hmm. food nutrition. And mm -hmm. so you made a comment, um, and I just want to clarify for everyone. You said, uh, you know, don't worry about those fad diets. This is not what isogenics is. And and we're no. not here to pitch this as a product. We Again, my whole platform, and I, I started this whole series telling everyone, I will tell you what works for me. This works for me. And it was a sheer coincidence <laughs> that you're on the same system. So we mm -hmm. know it works. Um, all your expertise, you know, I, I take that and hold it at high esteem. And if this is what you like as a pure health and nutrition system, mm -hmm. then it must be the best one out there. So. so three years next month, and it is a lifestyle. 
It is not a diet. This is not something that you do for 30 days, lose your weight and go back to your, what you're doing now, because guess what? That's not working. That's why you reached out for isogenics, right? That's why you reached out for a change. That's why you reached out. Literally my husband, my son, and I've been using it for three years. Next month, my son ate baked ziti before football last night. He's only 11, came in the door starving. He made a chocolate and strawberry shake last night before he went to bed. 240 calories. He had 18 grams of protein. He had less than six grams of sugar. I didn't have to worry about it. He had good nutrition and the, the protein helped replace the muscle and he wasn't sore when he woke up this morning. So it's good quality stuff, but you have to commit to put it in your lunchbox and take it with you to work, Derek. Um, <laughs> well, you were staring at me the whole time. I know <laughs> yeah, they can't, the see, it on the can't see that. Yeah, but the listeners can't see that. So I thought I would yeah. throw the whisper for them. So you uh, do. The daggers are still hitting me. But they're go not ahead. daggers. They're just soft pokes. Okay. Um, so nonetheless, it is. It, and it's not a diet. It truly is a lifestyle. And I love it because it works. It is. It's fabulous. I like it for the convenience. I like putting mm-hmm. pure health and nutrition into my system mm-hmm. without thought. I like the vitamins that come with it, and I like the cleanse, mm-hmm. and and it just it works. We've I'm not going to go through it again. Uh, but we've talked about my busy schedule. Everyone at this table with a busy schedule. Who in America doesn't have a busy schedule, right? right. I am every person, and I had to find what I could kind of grab and grow, go, control. And know that I was getting, again, the best nutrition for me. Mm-hmm. And it works. Mm-hmm. Um, the number one thing that I have had the feedback on questioning is the price. Now, mm-hmm. Isogenics as a system, it is a lifestyle change. And I have had, uh, well, it's really pricey. Are you sure? I mean, again, there's concern saying, am I really going to make this investment? And it is 30 days. You do get to try the product 30 days and you get a hundred percent money back guarantee if you don't like the product. But what I found, and I wanted to say this on air because this is the answer to all the questions that have come in. I calculated, I sat with my bank register and calculated what I was spending in food, not even us together, which is way more because Derek and I will drop money on a dinner. I right. mean, that is kind of our thing. Yeah, we a, right. we eat out a lot. Yeah, a right. night out. So right. that's not even calculating what we have spent, but just myself and the kids mm-hmm. grabbing lunch, grabbing things. The isogenics was cheaper for a month's supply of what I was going to buy. I was spending more in not the good groceries that the kids right. needs, but the crap stuff and the eating out. So there it is. Don't so, be afraid. Right. Well, it's $2.93 a meal mm-hmm. for a shake. Yeah. That is that is cheaper than any fast food you're going to get. You're not going to go get. I was running through my mind what I could possibly do right. with that. And what, a dollar much. menu at not, McDonald's? Yeah. And then that's what you're eating. A Taco right. Bell. A Taco Bell dollar. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> not Sorry. to knock all those <laughs> restaurants, but, you know, I... Yeah, that's the kind of food right. you're going to get. And then we're going to be sitting in your office going, why can't I lose weight? And why am so. I hypertensive, diabetic, obese, and have high cholesterol? Yes. Because mm-hmm. you eat from the 99 cent menu. So what you put in your body is what it's going to give you out. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you so much. Absolutely. I hope everyone was hanging on every word like I was. I have a page of notes. I know you have to scoot. I do. And <laughs> you've got patients waiting. Yes, so ma'am. we're going to say goodbye before we awesome. wrap up the show. Thank you for all your wisdom. Thank you guys so much. It was great to be here. I hope everybody makes lots of good changes this week. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us. Another terrific show with Crystal and all the advice. As difficult as it is to hear, it's all stuff that I have to take to heart along with everyone else. I know you have, and you've probably seen some changes in me periodically. I'm getting there. But nonetheless, uh, the isogenics plan is is definitely the step I'm going to take and move forward with that. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited. 
for you to do that. And we're on the show. We're going to keep up with our listeners just because this is a three-part series. We've got more to hit. We've had Crystal for three weeks and getting time out of her very busy schedule was important. But, you know, there are other elements to this that we're going to dig a little bit deeper. We're going to talk about emotions and what exercise does and can kind of help with depression and some things that we're seeing right now in the world um, as far as the way that we're feeling. Well, before I close out, tell everybody how to find you. That's right. So if you are interested, if you have a question for the podcast, if you are interested in isogenics, if you have a question about general health and nutrition, or you just have a comment, please, if you're listening to this series and you're implementing these life changes, I want to know. We are doing this together. You can find me on Facebook at Status Life with Lita. You can find me on Instagram, Status Life with Lita. The website, Status Life with Lita, it's all there. Status Home Design, again, is my store. And that is the handle for the parent site, www.statushomedesign.com. You can find the store, the e-commerce store, the blog, the podcast. Everything is built into one site. And I check all of the social media handles. So if you send me a message, I will get it. Terrific. Well, thanks again. And, and definitely go see that website. There's all kinds of valuable information you can learn from there and go back and listen to the prior podcast. But thank you again, everyone, so much for joining us on Status Life with Lita presented by Status Home Design and the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Don't forget that you can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. This program is also available on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes, and you've been listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X.